Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodeogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired, and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood, and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. Today, we are talking about the five facts of weight loss. I love facts. I love facts. Why? Because they are neutral. They are not emotional. They are not dependent on what we would like, what we wish, what we think, what we feel. Facts are facts, right? They're there in front of you in Clepid and you can't really argue with them. So today we're talking about the five essential facts of weight loss that are found to be true for myself, for my clients, even from theory, from practical, from every angle. So as we go through these five facts, I'm also going to give you pointers on how to deal with them and maximize them and make the best of them so that you can crush your goals in the most effective and efficient way possible. Those two words, efficient and effective, are such terms I use so much in my vocabulary because I need that to be true, right? No point wasting time or doing things and not getting the results that you want. So let's get into it, right? The first thing is you want fat loss, not weight loss. Now, this might seem like potato, potato, right? I mean, damn me, everything. I just want to fit into that body dress. I just want to slay. But the truth of the matter is they are two completely different things. You want fat loss. You don't want weight loss. Let's take Kemi for an example. If you are Kemi, hi, they're out there. Hi, hi. I'm just using your name as an example, right? Let's say Kemi gets on a scale right now. And the scale reads 90 kg. The scale has read Kemi's fat mass, Kemi's muscle mass. It has read how heavy her bones are, her tissues, her organs, um, her blood, the blood content, the water content, her skeleton. That is everything that has been read when Kemi gets on that scale. So when you say that you want to lose weight, what we are essentially talking about is we want to reduce the amount of body fat, adipose tissue that is on our bodies, right? Why? Because an excess of it, aside from the fact that, yeah, you're not looking good in clothes, you're heavy, you want to lose it, an excess of it is detrimental to our health, right? And also our aesthetic goals and our health goals. This difference, the importance of understanding this is because it helps to put us in the right mindset when we are approaching. Now, I'm just using weight loss in terms of fat loss, right? So there's a quote there, but I use weight loss because that's where a lot of people understand. It affects the mindset and the approach that we take. The reason we don't want you to lose weight, where the reason we're emphasizing fat is because usually when people lose weight, they lose muscle mass alongside. And trust me, we do not want to lose muscle. The reason we don't want to lose muscle is because muscle is the tissue of metabolism. It's the tissue of longevity, right? It's the tissue of aging well. It is the tissue of having that, in quotes, toned body that you want, right? It is the tissue of health. So we don't want to lose weight. We want to lose fat. So when you're thinking about this journey, be thinking about why does this matter? It matters because the approach you will take to lose fat is drastically different from the approach you take to lose weight. 
what usually happens when people want to lose weight is they're like, you know what, whatever I need to do to get that 90 kg, like Kemi, like you're still using Kemi as an example, whatever I need to do to get that weight down, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So I can see the numbers reduce, right? And so they go on this crash diet, this starvation diet, this diet that cuts out food groups, that cuts out a lot of calories, right? And the weight drops on the scale and they're like, oh, that has worked, but it hasn't worked. What happened is that lost water, at times lost muzzle, right and the numbers dropped and you think that oh goal has been achieved but that is not the case right usually the least amount of tissue the least amount of you know body um whatever that has been lost there is um fat which is the end goal so you need to start thinking of it as fat loss and then you start doing things to support fat loss as opposed to weight loss which is taking a sustainable approach to losing weight, right? So that is the first fact of weight loss we're talking about. Again, you know, I'm just using weight loss in terms of, yeah. <laughs> so you want to think about it as fat loss, not weight loss. How do we know that you're losing fat, not weight, right? The number on the scale is not dropping too rapidly. You are losing inches, even when the number on the scale is not going down, right? And things are going gradually. You don't have that quick drop that usually happens and then it stalls, right? So those are usually pointers. So the first fact, you want to lose fat and not weight. The second fact is that it is simple. It is not easy. Weight loss is a very simple topic. For us to achieve that drop in numbers, the drop in dress size, the drop in inches, it is a very simple formula being a caloric deficit, which means you need to burn more energy than you consume. Now, in terms of consumption, that is food. In terms of burning, that is energy output, right? Um, when you run, when you walk, <laughs> somebody laughed now, I said run, when am I running? <laughs> but when you walk up the stairs, even when you come down from the car to your office, when you blink, anything you do, it requires your body to expend energy, right? And when we eat, energy in its basic, um, food in its basic chemical form is energy. So supplies of energy is broken down into components in our bodies that can be used for energy for our daily activities. So you want to ensure that what you are consuming, the energy you are consuming, is less than the energy you are burning. That's the simple part of it. But it is not easy. In fact, weight loss, fat loss, has to be one of the hardest things that one goes through, Right? Because the environment and our lifestyle and everything around us is not set up to encourage weight loss. It's not set up to encourage fat loss. We move from car to car. So you get on from your, you come out from your air conditioning house, air conditioned house to your air conditioned car to your air conditioned office and your ferry there with a the driver and blah, blah, blah. And we're moving, we're basically, <laughs> we are barely using, in fact, you find out some people are taking barely 2,000 steps a day without realizing it right everywhere you look there's this fast food joints there's uber eats there's jumia food there's this there's that food at your fingertips highly processed foods foods high in you know calories in this part of the world <laughs> saturated in oil you know those kind of things right the environment is not set up for us to lose fat easily Unlike in the olden days where it was a case of feast and famine, feast and famine, right? I like to refer to the Kunta Kunte days in quote, right? To the <laughs> Mufasa days, feast and famine, where you eat all you can now, 
because you don't know where the next meal is coming from. And so I'm sure at that point in time, you hardly have overweight people because how, where, what fat do you want to store? When there's no food, your body will dig into those fat stores to use it for energy. And so in this environment, it is not set up for fat loss. And so fat loss, weight loss is very simple, but it is one of the hardest things that you can do. Again, why is this important to know? Because of course, and I'm also one of those advocates that like to teach about the simplest, easiest way that you can go through this process without it disrupting your lifestyle or making you unhappy or miserable. But I think at times that message is misunderstood that just because you can eat the foods you love and just because we say, okay, you don't have to exercise strenuously. You don't have to, you know, um, sleep in the gym. You don't have to starve yourself because we pass across that message. Because again, there's another side to it that has made this seem so complicated and unattainable for most people. But because we preach that this thing can be done enjoyably and sustainably, I think there has been a conflation of message, right? People now think that, oh, because that can be done, then it's going to be easy and smooth sailing. Trust me, it's not. Because when you put your body in a calorie deficit, when you put yourself in a deficit, it's still a hard process. You are eating less than you used to eat. You are moving more than you used to so while it might be bearable it's not necessarily easy most times and then we have different degrees of self-control we have different degrees of you know um understanding we have different environments we have different lifestyle factors that really affect how easy or hard this process can be and so this is why again i always use the example of somebody like oprah oprah has battled a weight problem all her life oprah can afford anything the best trainers the best nutritionist the best this and that but we have watched her she has publicly shared about her journey from time to time how hard this is for her so weight loss is easy i mean it's simple but it's not easy so when you're going to eat with that mindset you are better prepared it's just like when you're going home or when you're going somewhere on a route and google maps shows you that huh there's traffic on that way you have to pass it to get to where you're going but you are prepared in your mind right so maybe you hold a book or you download a podcast like this podcast or you you know put on some music or you do whatever and you're prepared you don't get into it unaware and you know start being moody or you're going to be late for your meeting because you do not know what was ahead of you so that's the second thing right it is simple it is not easy the third one which most people don't realize and i need you to listen to me carefully so that you understand the context of this is that Food is what will give you most of your results, not exercise. I repeat again, most of your weight loss results, most of your fat loss results are going to come from what you do with food and not exercise. But exercise is still a crucial part of this. I explained in the um, second part about, you know, being in a caloric deficit and energy as food and what we expend and all that, right? Let's think about this. An average sneaker bar. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chocoholic. I am a chocolate. In fact, I used to own a clothing label <laughs> that was called chocolate. I love chocolate that much, right? I'm a chocoholic. I can sit here right now as we are talking and gisting and eat. I don't know if you know the big size of Cadbury. <laughs> Cadbury, the one that has um, hazelnut, some of almonds. I can eat the biggest size as we are talking now in less than a minute. That thing is about 1,000 calories. As we are talking now, I can eat and finish it. 
Now, for me to burn 1,000 calories, hi! <laughs> for me to burn 1,000 calories, I cannot tell you the activity that I have to engage in for me to burn 1,000 calories. Meanwhile, seated here right now with you, Justin, I would have finished the chocolate bar that is about 1,000 calories. So it is very, very easy to consume calories than it is to burn them. And so that is why trying to, you know, um, lose weight, mainly through exercise, is a failing measure from the top. Now, at times we compare ourselves to or maybe athletes or trainers or whatever. They have a high, 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 high daily energy expenditure that covers up for whatever they are doing with nutrition. But we are talking about normal people who have busy lives, go to work, do whatever. To effectively lose weight, it has to be done through nutrition because it is easier to reduce the amount of energy you're consuming than to burn it. So I'm not saying that exercise is not important. I'm not saying it, if you know me, <laughs> I am not saying that at all. But when it comes to the facts, and remember we're dealing with facts here, not emotions. If it was about emotions, I will push all exercise on you because I'm the biggest advocate of that. But the fact is, it is easier to reduce your energy consumption than to burn it. So when a client comes to me and we want to address, the first place we're addressing is nutrition. So if weight loss is your, if fat loss is your goal, then this is where you want to start. You cannot out-exercise a bad diet. You can't. Spend two hours in the gym. If you wear a smartwatch, look at it. Even with the heaviest of lifting, except on days you extremely, even on the days you push yourself, your rings, I'm saying rings. If you use an Apple watch, you understand what I'm saying. Your activity rings, right? It's barely close to that chocolate bar, right? So you want to, you want to, you want to look at this. You want to examine this. You want to understand this and start looking at nutrition. And most people don't want to do that because it's very easy to go into the gym and just work out, right? Ah, uh, work out fun. Ah, uh, what's the big deal? And then food, food is surrounding us. Breakfast, lunch dinner right at every point in time so we want to keep that in mind the fourth thing is how fast you lose weight and where you lose weight first is largely dependent on things that you can control we can control food we can control exercise but how fast we lose weight or where we lose it from first is largely dependent on things like genetics right it's largely dependent on things like how much fat we're carrying on our bodies. Things that we really can't control. So this is where patience need to be had. This is where, you know, we need to understand things. Because this particular point is a reason a lot of people don't persevere and then achieve their goals. Because they're like, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything right. Yet, um, the weight is not dropping fast. I started with Ifoma. I started, we started at the same time and she has lost more weight than me. I started, I started, fine. My arms have gone down. My stomach has gone down a bit, but my hips are still big, this and that. And then they get discouraged that it's not working. But the truth of the matter is the only thing that is going to give you those results in those places is patience, consistency, and time. So that's the fourth thing. I have the fourth fact I want you to keep. Genetics. Some people are in their families, hips don't lie. Their hips can never lie. Their hips, <laughs> their hips can never lie. So no matter the amount of weight loss they go through, the hips are still going to be speaking. 
speaking their language, right? There are some people who they tend to, and I, what I like to do with clients in this case is um, think about the bodies in your family, your mom's body, your grandma's body. Maybe you took their shape and they had look at it, then understand, right, how your body stores fat because it happens in different ways. You see some people are top heavy, like they are heavy on top, but their lower bodies are so slim, right? You see some people are small on top and they are really heavy at the bottom. So we want to start understanding that. So if in particular, maybe your hips or lower body or your stomach is um, a pain point for you, which it is for a lot of women, you just need to understand that. Maybe that is how your body responds. And, you know, you're just going to have to give it time. And then for some people, you're never going to have that exact result that you want because you are just not sure. So someone like me now, I can never have a Kim Kardashian body. It's not possible. I have hip dips, hip dips of life inherited from my mother, hip dips of life. So I'm not shaped that way. I can't have that perfect curve. There's nothing. There's no exercise. There's nothing I want to do. <laughs> That's diverting a bit from fat loss, but that is the truth of the matter, right? So you need to think about it and accept this fact. It's not that I'm saying it's impossible to lose weight in those areas, but patience, consistency, and consistency and time, like I said, are going to be a big factor in that. And then the last point we are going to talk about, which is very important because most people just think about the weight loss process, but they are not thinking about maintaining the weight loss. And for me, it does not make sense to do all that work. I lose the weight. I finally fit into the body contrast, but I keep on that result for just maybe a few months. If, if I'm lucky, do you understand? Most people don't think about maintenance. And this is where the exercise point that I mentioned in the third, you know, point comes in. Even though nutrition is the most crucial part of weight loss, exercise is a big, one of the biggest factors in keeping it off. The thing about our bodies is as time goes on, the way we have evolved and able to stay alive and function is that our body adapts to everything that we do. If not, I, for example, if my body has not adapted, I would have become a stick with my workouts. Right. If my, if I just kept on losing weight, just kept on losing weight, just kept on losing weight, I would have become a stick man figure. Right. So our body adapts to what we do. So even when you drop your calories, I don't care how healthily you do it. I don't care how carefully you do it. Your metabolism will drop because your metabolism rises to the amount of weight that you are carrying because it is the rate at which you burn energy. So for a heavier person, it's going to be a higher metabolism. When that person loses maybe 10 kg, the metabolism has to drop because if he keeps dropping at the rate of 90 kg, still using Kemi as an example, and she's now 80 kg, there's going to be a major problem. So it also drops, right? So our body adapts. It is a fantastic adaptation machine. So when we've done what we've done for weight loss, exercise is a good way to maintain that weight loss without continually starving oneself. Now, I'm saying starving. It doesn't mean that everybody's losing weight through starving. But even the portion control and everything that you have done, your body will adapt to it. So exercise is a good stimulus to encourage more burn of energy. It is a fantastic way. And when I'm saying exercise, I don't mean it has to be the most strenuous thing. It's just incorporating consistent movement. I guess we'll do another podcast on how to incorporate movement and make it enjoyable. But it is to incorporate movement into your life to help you to maintain that weight loss. It is a very, very crucial part. This is why people struggle maintaining the weight they got because they want to keep doing every single thing with food. 
and then so they eat a little bit out of context of how they've been eating and all of a sudden it's like the weight loss has piled up so the best way to approach this is to lose weight in a sustainable manner i usually preach losing weight in a manner eating in a way when you want to weight loss um, i said when you want to weight loss <laughs> when you want to lose weight in eating in a way that you can see yourself eating forever but you cannot and should not eat in a deficit forever so when you start to eat at maintenance calories i guess we'll again we'll do another podcast explaining weight loss calories maintenance calories and all that so let me know send me a dm on instagram or send me an email right what topics you want me to talk about but anyway i digress so for your maintenance you want to incorporate a form of daily movement that is going to place a demand on your body and you know moving from that adaptation to keep burning fat which is your goal as i've explained in you know fact one so there you have it five essential facts of weight loss if you want me to do a part two of this or you have any topics you want me to talk about just send me um a dm i'm very responsive on instagram at thefitmomhub.com or send me an email at dami at thefitmomhub.com and i'll be happy to talk on the subject i love the most and answer your question remember to please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any new episodes leave rating and reviews and share this with your friends and family and i'll speak to you soon